You're listening to My Enneagram Life, episode number two. How many of you feel like the world is changing faster than you can say banana? That was super random. But the world that we live in right now is changing so fast. Every time we open up the newspaper, open up our Instagram, watch the news, there is something new that's happening all over the world. And sometimes change can be scary. It can be hard to deal with. So that's why I want to come to you today and give you tangible steps on how to deal with change. We'll talk about how each Enneagram type kind of deals with change and how the time orientation of each Enneagram can help you move through change smoothly. So we're going to just dive right into it. How many of you know what time orientation is within the Enneagram? Whether or not you know about it, we're going to talk about it today because it helps when we are dealing with change. Hey, my name is Stephanie Smith, and I'm just your typical Enneagram 3, obsessed with becoming the best version of myself and teaching you everything I've learned along the way. I'll be your biggest hype girl to find your purpose, joy, and who you are through the Enneagram. Here we will cover how to apply the Enneagram to your life, real life stories of relationships through the Enneagram, and how to be the best you. I know life is super busy, but I truly believe that self-development starts with knowing who you are. So thanks for bringing me along for the ride. This is My Enneagram Life. Okay, so we're going to dive right into time orientations within the Enneagram. We're going to dig deep today, and I want to really help you guys walk through change through this episode. So the big thing about time orientations is that it's going to help you really know why you're acting one way, what you're going to focus on in change and um, what you base your emotions off of. It's helpful to know the time orientation of people you're in relationships with because you can kind of understand why they do things as well. So here's a quick overview of how each time orientation deals with change and I guess really what time orientation means in general. So there's past, present, and future. And remember, this podcast isn't going super in-depth with each type. Rather, we're going to apply the Enneagram um, to your life. So I would totally encourage you guys to dig deeper into your type and specifically time orientation today because it is a super helpful tool when moving through conflict um, and change. It's awesome. Super helpful. So starting with the past orientation, we have a four, five, and nine. And these numbers will make decisions and base their emotions off of past experiences. So for the four, they will often center their thoughts and emotions on what's already happened in the past. And they'll often think of their past regrets. So they romanticize what could have been, and they really imagine ideal situations, which can sometimes hinder what the present and the future will look like. So for the five, they're going to focus their thoughts and their actions on solving a past problem by analyzing what went wrong and trying to figure out what they could have done better. And that's why they're in the past um, time orientation because they're always trying to work that problem out in their mind rather than being in the present and solving the present problem and dealing with change right now or even looking toward the future. And then nines are also in the past orientation um, because they often think of past experiences, both negative and positive. Um, And sometimes it can be a little bit hard for them to alter habits moving forward, 
both positive and negative, because they're so stuck in the past. So in the present orientation, we have ones, twos, and sixes. They will all base their emotions and decisions off of what is happening right now. So the ones are going to act to correct the moment-by-moment experiences in their lives, either methodically or in a swift movement. They are going to be focused on what's happening right now so they can change it to be, you know, quote-unquote good, like a one desires to be. A two is going to base their emotions and actions off of the present needs of others. So they're going to know exactly what other people need in order to please and fulfill the needs of others around them. Not really thinking about past or future consequences, which can sometimes get them in trouble. And then the sixes will also immerse themselves in the present um, in fear of danger because, you know, that's their core motivation and fear is staying safe and their core fear is obviously fear. So they are in the moment because they want to be safe. And in the future, we have three sevens and eights. They make decisions quickly and sometimes skip past their emotions because it's already in the past and they're already looking toward the future. Threes are in the future time orientation because they are constantly planning ahead to be successful. They want to achieve their goals quickly and efficiently, and they are also very goal-oriented. So sevens are in the future time orientation because they're always looking for the next best thing. They they will put their past experiences and even current experiences aside looking for something that might be happening that's going to fulfill their need of, you know, more experiences. And then the 8 is in the future time orientation because they're going to be seeking a way to overcome their goals and reach their goals and powering through all obstacles that come in their way. So obviously, the best way to be healthy as each Enneagram type is going to be taking on each of these time orientations. We don't want to be just stuck in the past or stuck in the present or stuck in the future. Each one of these orientations is going to be helping each other when we are fully healthy in our number and taking on each one of these time orientations. And obviously, that is one of the best parts of the Enneagram because you're going to grow and the reason for this podcast. So to be the healthiest you can be and the best you can be is taking on each one of these time orientations. So for example, since a three is in the future time orientation, they're going to need to be intentional about their current situation and praising what they've done in the current time and then also looking back to their past, seeing what they can improve and how they can grow and what they can learn from. So that was just an example. So take each one of these numbers. Say you're a two in the present. Think about what could happen going forward and then also think about the past and what has already happened and learn from those mistakes. So since there's so much change going on in the world, I want to equip you guys to Be the best you can be and move through change smoothly and efficiently and effectively. So now that you kind of know what time orientations can do for you and what orientation that you specifically are in, you can analyze your life and see how you are reacting to change and to stress itself and kind of go from there. 
So within these next five steps and how to move through change, you're going to see that naturally some of these Enneagram types are going to be better at some of these steps. And that's why it's awesome because it's going to really show a strength of each time orientation for each one of these steps. So the first step is going to be recognizing what you can and can't control. There is something so freeing when you just stop worrying about things that you cannot control. So for example, like our economy, you personally cannot control our economy, whether it's really good or whether it's bad. You can't control someone's reaction to a situation. So if you can't control the outcome of change, then there's no need to worry about it. And obviously we can prepare for the changes, but when it's something that's totally out of our control, don't worry about it and just let that weight lift off of your shoulders. So for example, have you ever had to have a really hard conversation with somebody? You know what you're going to say. You've rehearsed it in your head. You think about it all the time. It's so stressful leading up to the moment when you have this conversation with them. And more often than not, their reaction isn't going to be as bad as you thought. You know, you thought, oh, they're going to react this way. And you're stressing out over their reaction that you actually have no power over. You can't control it whatsoever. So worrying about things that we can't control will eat us alive. Seriously, prepare yourself for these situations, but don't worry about things that you can't control. Step number two would be find the meaning in everything. Find the meaning in change. Fours are really good at this. You know, they love to find the meaning in everything. They live life so deeply and are so in tune with themselves and their emotions. And we can really learn from them in this step. So I want you to think of a time in your life that you went through change. And even though it didn't feel good in the messy middle, you can look back and find meaning, you can find purpose, and you can find how you grew through that change. That is what I want to challenge you to do in the change that you're going through right now. Find meaning in it. Find something good about the change right now and really focus on what you're learning and how this can be a good thing for your life. So when I look back on my life, I have gone through a lot of change, and I know all of us have, Um, but probably the biggest change in my life was my career shift from a traditional job to being my own boss, and a lot of that came with obstacles I had no idea how to deal with. It was an entirely new situation that I was putting myself into, and I really didn't know what the future was going to look like, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to not knowing what the future is going to look like. But looking back, even though that time in my life was really hard and sometimes it really sucked, I can look back and see the specific things that I learned through that messy middle. I can see who I was growing to be and the skills I would need to know right now. So I would encourage you to look back in your life into really hard times. They might suck and sometimes change totally sucks, but look back to see where you grew, and what good things you can take from it. Step number three is going to be continue to work. Keep your eye on the big picture and know your goal going into change. We can really learn from threes in this because they really focus on their goal. They keep what is important to them in front of them. So when change happens, they can kind of push it to the side and keep working. And we really need to do this if we want to move through change and really become the best version of ourselves. 
And I know change can be so scary sometimes, but we always need to continue to work and we really can't be paralyzed by fear. So something that is kind of crazy to think about is that your reaction to stress actually has a greater effect on your health and success than the stress itself. So what you are thinking of what's going on in the world, um, what you're thinking of your stress is going to affect how you actually react and um, your health and success altogether. It's kind of crazy. So be very mindful of how you're reacting to change. Step four is going to be embrace change and welcome change. Okay, so sevens are so good at this because they love the next best thing. They're looking for new experiences. They don't want to miss out on a party or get together or anything like that. Um, And they really welcome change because they're excited about it. They think it's going to bring fun adventures and we can really learn from them in this. We need to be excited about change, even though sometimes we don't know what the future is going to hold. We can know that whatever we're going through has a purpose and it's growing you. So accept the change, welcome it, and have fun with it. And step number five is going to be in the moment. Ones and twos are really good at this since they are in the present tense. We can really learn from them and how not to worry about the future and not focus on the past, but really focus on what's important in the moment who's sitting in front of you, focus on those relationships, focus on what you need to work on right now, and just be in the moment. And another piece of making sure you're in the moment is making sure that you have positive emotions toward the present moment because negative emotions actually hinder our natural adaptation process. So the next time change comes into your life, which we know it's going to happen, and maybe sooner than you think, embrace it. Embrace the suck because sometimes... Life does suck, and we are here to make the best of it and live out to our full potential. So if this was helpful for you guys at all, share with a friend who might be struggling with change because we are in this together. Thanks for listening to My Enneagram Life, and I'll see you next week.